welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. I'm your host, Annie, Air Force officer turned serial entrepreneur, author, CEO, fitness expert, and personal growth junkie. Honestly, though, guys, I'm just like you. I choose every single day to get uncomfy in pursuit of what others consider unlikely. And that's exactly how I built a life I am freaking obsessed with. And I want you to know that you're capable of the same. Here in this fam, yes, you're officially a part of the fam. We choose every day to quit our excuses, ditch the negativity, and embrace our best lives. Literally nothing is off the table when it comes to the conversations we're going to have together. We'll chat fitness, mental health, relationships, personal growth, business, and I'm certain we're going to laugh together. But please don't hold it against me if we cry together too. I know you'll leave this episode with the confidence and excitement to grow from your mistakes, pursue your passions, and ultimately own your life. Now let's get on with it. It's time to get uncomfy. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast. <laughs> I need to stop doing that. I need to stop doing that thing where I like sing because I'm sure that that's not why you guys are tuning in today to hear my singing voice. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to start off today and just say I hope you guys are all doing okay and more than okay. I hope you guys are all doing so great. I want us actually right now. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're sitting in the car, maybe you're sitting at work, maybe you're at the gym, maybe you're on a walk, maybe you're folding laundry. I don't know what you're doing, but I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out, okay? Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. If you're driving, don't close your eyes while you're doing this. But take just take a few really deep breaths. If you can, put your hand on your heart. This is something I really enjoy doing. And as you breathe, just feel your heart beating. <laughs> and I feel kind of goofy leading you guys in this because I don't know even what I'm doing. This is just a practice I enjoy. And when I do this, I think every single time I am taking these deep breaths, I'm feeling my heart beat, you know, I get into this sense of gratitude and appreciation for this life and the struggles and all the things I've overcome as a human being. I get so grateful for the hard moments and so grateful for the high moments, right? But I'm grateful for just the person I am becoming and the journey that I'm on. And, and I want to know what you guys feel. What do you feel when you do this? Do you get a little bit calmer? Do you feel your heart slow down a little bit? Maybe, maybe you get a little bit anxious because you're uncomfortable, right? It's uncomfortable to slow down for a little bit. It's uncomfortable to, to kind of dig within yourself. This is a practice I've been really getting into in the last few months as I'm working with a spirituality coach, as I'm working on my feminine spirituality and just existing and being and attracting and manifesting and being grateful for where I'm at and where I'm going. And I just wanted to say that and I wanted to do that because I know that many people listening right now, maybe you're not thriving, right? I'm just going <laughs> to throw that out there. I think this is such a weird time in the world, <laughs> I think I can say that as a blanket statement. The more conversations I have with people in my community, on my platform, 
the more I'm realizing that I'm not alone in going through a season of transition, a season of change. I think that's what 2020 has been for a lot of us, right? And it's been that way for me. And so I'm many months into a big transition and a big change. And it's brought me so much joy and peace and clarity and comfort and excitement. And of course, there's fear and there's discomfort and there's uncertainty thrown in there. But at the end of the day, you know, these seasons of transition and change and, you know, when I allow myself to follow my intuition, follow that gut, it always leads to something pretty amazing. So today I really wanted to talk about these seasons of transition and the fear that goes into starting these seasons, right? Or sometimes it's not even your choice, but you get thrown into a season of transition. You get thrown into something that's, you know, shaken up your world, shaken up your life, right? And it's hard to accept that. And it's hard to know what to do with that, right? And if you guys feel this, if you guys like are resonating with this right now, take a screenshot of this screen, screenshot it, throw it on your Instagram, tag the Let's Get Uncomfy podcast at letsgetuncomfy.podcast and let me know, let other people know, let your network know that this is something that you're resonating with right now because you never know how many people out there are also going through a season of change and hardship and transition, right? You never know. You just really never know. So I would so appreciate it if you guys did that. But really, let's dive in. And I just want to start off by saying that seasons, (laughs) I feel like I've overused that phrase, season of transition. But it's so funny because that's been a phrase for the last, like, I don't even know, seven, six months, I don't know, that I've just been using. And so it just comes off the tongue pretty easy. Like, "Ah, I'm just in a season of transition, right? (laughs) It's been something to kind of ease the discomfort and the uncertainty around what's going on in the world and in my life. And maybe that's a phrase that you can start using as well if you're kind of going through something. But I want to talk about the fear at first, the fear that goes into changing something about your life. So maybe you've been feeling a heart tug about starting a new side hustle quitting a job, leaving a state, moving across the country, starting a new relationship, ending a relationship, moving on, changing a career path, going back to school, leaving school, not applying for the job, whatever it is, like there are so many different changes that could be going on right now. And at the end of the day, change is hard. Change is scary. New is hard. New is scary. And transition means new, right? It's leaving the old emerging yourself into the new, being on that journey from one thing to the next, right? And so transition is hard. And when you are the one deciding that transition is about to begin, it can be really, really hard. And I think one of the reasons it's hard is because we as humans, we have decided that if we want to change something, if we want to leave one thing for another thing, if we want to, you know, say this is not for me anymore, but I don't know what is and I'm going to go try to find that, right? Change comes with fear and almost fear because we perceive change as failure. Yes or no? (laughs) Let me just get a yes or no. I always ask, I'm like, hands up if you guys agree with me. And of course, I can't see any of you guys listening to this right now. So shoot me a DM if you're, you're feeling this right now. But it's a fear of failure, right? Because especially if you haven't, you know, completed the job, you haven't, you know, completed the 
whatever it is, whatever you're going through that you're wanting to leave, at the end of the day, there's a little bit of shame and guilt involved because you feel that it's failure, right? You're leaving something. You feel bad. You feel like people, somebody, some job, a boss, a company, a place, a friend group, a relationship, they need more out of you. You know, you're expected to be a certain way. And if you're deciding to transition, you're essentially deciding to leave, right? Which is scary. And I get that. And the next thing I think that, you know, you go through after being fearful and, you know, almost thinking about that failure piece is the regret piece. What I want to talk about with regret, guys, is, you know, at the end of the day, we regret the things we did not do. Most of the time, sure, there are going to be moments that you're like, gosh, that was a silly move I made. That was a silly thing I said. That was not great. That was not the best. But at the end of the day, I believe that the, the things we do, we learn from. The things we don't do, we regret, right? Yes or no? And so I believe that at the end of the day, you know, when you're on your deathbed, when you're leaving this world, which might sound quite morbid, when you're leaving this world, what do people say? I wish I would have done XYZ. I wish I would have traveled the country. I wish I would have started the business. I wish I would have talked to that person. I wish I would have tried that company, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like we regret the things we did not do. So for me, that's scarier. Let's let's look at those two, fear of failure or feel of regret. I personally would so much rather do something, fail at it, pivot from it, learn from it, move on from it, than sit there and be paralyzed by fear, right? And do nothing because that's going to lead to regret down the road, which is not healthy for your mindset, right? To get six months down the road and have that decision, have that question weighing on your mind for that long. Why not just go for it? Go for it. Figure it out. See if it's for you. See if it's not for you. At the end of the day, nothing in life is permanent. And I know that, and that could be a controversial statement right there, but nothing in life is permanent. If you want to leave the job and you want to go fly across the country and, you know, check out LA for a year and, you know, follow the heart tug and do the things. And at the end of the day, if LA is not for you, and if that move is not for you, you can move back to little town in Connecticut. You can move back and maybe you can't get that same job back, but maybe you can get another job back, right? And I just, I know that your mindset, your heart is going to feel better having done it than spending the energy simply thinking about doing it, right? And I think one of the things that holds us back from actually doing the thing is expectations, right? Why do we let the expectations of other people control us? What do the expectations and the thoughts and the judgments that your friend Becky has of you, what does that have to do with you? You're not in her head. Her thoughts are not paying your bills. Her thoughts are not living your life. Her thoughts are not in your head as you're going to sleep, wishing, wondering, thinking about what it would look like if you did that thing. At the end of the day, Becky's opinions and expectations and judgments of you mean nothing. They mean nothing. (laughs) And I have definitely been, I've been open about this with you guys here. I have definitely been somebody who has let expectations from other people control my life. And where has that gotten me? It's gotten me nowhere but regret, feeling like I wasted time, remaining the same, right? Like it has not spiraled me into great things. And that's the crazy thing is like, 
we have a heart tug to do something and we lower ourselves to the expectations of other people, right? And another reason I think that, you know, that's tied into this is not only the expectations, but let's think about this here. You have a heart tug to, we'll go with that example of moving across the country to LA, quitting your job, getting a studio apartment, figuring it out, right? So let's go with that example. Okay. One side of you, the the inner part of you is like, I don't know. I have this heart tug to go do this thing, to make this move. I don't know if it's right. I'm not sure. I feel this heart tug. And I, I can't explain it, right? A lot of times our heart tugs come without the ability to explain it. Or maybe you can explain it, right? And you know exactly why you want to do it. You know exactly what will come from it. You know what that would look like. But again, change is hard. Transition is hard. It's scary. There is uncertainty in that, right? So there's the one side, the heart tug side. And then there's the expectation side. There's the people in Littletown, Connecticut who know you, who count on you. There's your boss who comes to you saying, you know, hey, you're so great at this. We love you. You know, you have the expectations of your neighbors and of your small group and of your workout group. And you have the expectations of all these people that lean on you in your life. And that holds you back, right? It holds you back because you feel like you need to show up in a certain way for other people. So there you go. You have that difference right there. You have that contradiction between the heart tug and the expectations, which comes then the question, what is the right decision? Have you ever struggled with the ability to not make a decision? Being like, oh my God, I I know this is what I want to do, but this is what these other people want me to do, or this is the fear that goes in it, or this is what I'm wondering, or this is the worst case that could happen, or what if this happens, or you know, all these fears and the things that go into it leads to the question of what is the right decision? Is there a right decision? And that's a question I have to ask you guys. Is there actually a right decision? Is there a right or is there a wrong decision? And this is something I have struggled with, and I'm gonna just let you guys in on something that has really helped me when I've asked this to myself. Is there a right decision? I have gone in circles about this at times in my life. What is the right thing to do? I don't know what the right thing to do is. And this can destroy us. This question that we toss and turn around within ourselves, holding ourselves back from what we want to do because we're not sure and we're scared and it's new, right? Wasting time asking ourselves the question, is this the right decision? At the end of the day, the crazy thing is that you're never going to know until you try right? And if it's weighing on your heart and on your mind, it's worth trying. It's worth doing. It's worth figuring it out through action instead of remaining paralyzed in inaction. And so that question, what's the right decision? I think for me, what's really helped me when I'm making a big move, when I'm in a season of transition, when I am making a change in my life, it's releasing. And honestly, like, truly, truly releasing the pressure to find the right decision. Because what if there is no right decision? What if at the end of the day, no matter what decision you make, it's going to be a beautiful story. It's going to be a beautiful ending, right? So when I've had to make some pretty big decisions in my life, I look at it this way. Okay, so I want a beautiful story in the end, right? I want to live a beautiful life. I want to be happy. I want to be content. I want to be fulfilled. I want to be challenged and growth. And, you know, I, I want to be in momentum, all this stuff, whatever. That's the life I want to live. So what would lead to that? Let's say I don't do any of the things that are tugging at my heart. Okay. Life's going to remain the same. Boom. That's it. Done. It's still going to be weighing on me. I'm still going to be thinking about it. I'm still going to be wondering. It's going to be wasting energy on asking myself the question, should I do it? The other side of things is what if you just do it? What if you just do it? You make the move to LA, you quit your job, 
you go try out the apartment in the city. You do the thing. And like, these are the two situations that can come from this. A, it's amazing. And you're like, holy shit, I should have done this earlier. I am thriving here in LA. I feel myself. I am excited. There's this new energy. I am attracting new energy. I am fulfilled. I'm excited. I'm passionate, right? So it's like it, it was the right decision for you to make. It feels good now, right? The other possibility, which is a, very much a possibility, is that you make the move, you quit the job, you're in LA, and you're like, nope, this is not for me. <laughs> this is not what I want. And you move back to Connecticut. And sure, things that can go into this if we're just playing this situation out, there's shame. There's a little bit of coming back with your tail behind your legs, right? There's the, okay, okay, you know, LA was not the place for me. All right. That move was not the move for me. All right. I want to come back. Hey, boss, can I please get my job back? Hey, hey, friends, can I be back in the group? All this sort of stuff, right? There's all those human factors, all those things that will come from, you know, reverting back to your original situation. But guess what is the beauty of this? You're not going to be sitting there wondering what if. You're now going to not have to spend the time wondering and you're going to know, hey, I tried it. It didn't work out. It's okay. I'm still living. I'm still breathing. I'm still here. Now I know. And the other thing about knowing and trying and doing and failing and not even so much failing, but, you know, realizing that that's not for you is that you're learning something about yourself. You're learning, hey. I followed the heart tug. I did the thing. I learned this about myself. I learned that I could do hard shit. I learned that I can make hard moves. I learned that I can navigate a season of transition. I learned that I could be on my own. I learned that I can, you know, step into a new role. I learned something about myself. And that's the beauty of transition and change and new. And overcoming that fear and doing it anyway is that even in the, okay, maybe this wasn't the right thing for right now you learn things and you're not going to be sitting there wondering what if. At the end of the day, guys, I think we really have to get more clear on our inner knowing. If you have something pulling at your heartstrings, there's a reason for that. It's not there for no reason. Our bodies, our guts, our hearts, they know more than we think they do. And our mind likes to play tricks on us. You know, our mind likes to rationally think through it and calculate and, you know, do the reasoning and the logic behind all the things that we want to do. And it wants to tell us to have the fear. It wants to tell us that, you know, we talked about this on the fear episode, you know, that our life is at risk, that fight or flight, that we, you know, we need to be scared because it's saving our life. When in reality, guys, when we start to pay attention to that inner knowing, and that's not some like little woo woo little like, oh my gosh, she's so, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever that, I mean, we all have an inner knowing. It's just it's a matter of, are you listening to it or not? Are you constantly shutting it down or not? Are you allowing it to speak to you? Are you not allowing it a place to exist within you? Because we all have an inner knowing. And I bet if you don't think you do, you're actually just burying it. And you've actually just for so long ignored it that it's not talking to you anymore. So I would sit and be quiet and be alone and be with yourself and think, you know, what do I want? You know, where do I want to be? Where do I want to go? What do I love? What do I not love? Right? Like get deep with yourself. And this is, again, this is another beautiful thing about being alone and something that really you can only figure out alone. Nobody is within your body. Nobody can hear your inner knowing besides yourself. And nobody can act 
from it, right? And I know, and I, I know that for me, that's been the scary thing. Thinking like, hey, at the end of the day, I'm alone in this. You know, I'm going to make this decision, and and it's my life that matters. It's my life that's going to be changed. It's my reality that's going to be pivoting and altering and shifting and transitioning, right? And so to know that that's all on you can be a little bit of pressure, which takes me back to just the idea that there is no right decision. Simply, there are learning moments. There are growth moments. There are experiences that teach us things every single day. And I would encourage you guys, if anything would stick to you from this episode, I bet if you're still listening, you are somebody who's either contemplating a season of transition, you're contemplating making a big decision, or you are, you're in the midst of it, you know, or you've been through it. You know, maybe somebody sent you this podcast and they're like, hey, you've been through this. You know, I thought this would resonate with you. Wherever you're at, if you're still listening, transition has been on your mind. And if it has, maybe this is your sign. Maybe this is the moment where it's like, hey, this is my inner knowing speaking to me. This is happening. You know, this podcast fell into my hands for a reason. You know, maybe I should go for it. Maybe I should do the thing. At the end of the day, guys, our lives are so short. They are so short. And we are meant for so much more than simply being scared of doing things in our life that could simply just teach us lessons and and show us growth. If you look at it with that perspective, there's really no wrong decision, no wrong decision except the lack of decision, right? And a lack of decision means that you're just not going to make a decision. You're going to constantly continue contemplating, you know, should I do the thing? Should I do the thing? Should I do the thing? You know, and if, if you never either go for it or completely shut it down, it's always going to be there in the background of your mind, using energy, taking up space and weighing on you. So I really just want to end this episode and say, if you're feeling a tug, I encourage you to go for it. If you're feeling a tug, I want to hear about it. Send me a DM and let me know, you know, hey, this stuck out to me. This resonated with me. You know, I'm in the midst of transition or I'm contemplating transition or, you know, I'm going to go for that transition. And, you know, at the end of the day, our lives are in our own hands and nobody else can control it but us. You know, we have so much control over our actions, not the things that happen to us, but we get to decide the moves that we make. We get to decide how we react to things. We get to decide how we show up, how we continue on, how we pivot, how we change, right? So that's really where I want to end this before I continue talking in circles, guys. But I hope this stuck out to you. If it did, send it to somebody who maybe might be going through a season of transition right now. And let's encourage each other to go for it. Because why not, right? This life is too short to let fear win. And you're so much bigger than your fear. You're so much bigger than the what ifs. You're so much bigger than the negativity. You are made for more and you're capable of so much more. And I just want you to know that. So that's it for today. I hope that next time I'm chatting with you, maybe you've made the decision to be on your way into transition into a season of thriving and flourishing. It takes a decision to make a change and that change will be beautiful. That is all for today, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Hey, I'm just so grateful if you took one second to send this podcast to one person you know would love it. And also don't forget, leave a five-star review because honestly, go big or freaking go home, Becky, okay? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or a follow if you're listening through Spotify. Also, go ahead and check this out at letsgetuncomfy.podcast. 
and myself at Annie underscore fit life fit me on Instagram. Tag us in your stories. Let me know how you're getting uncomfy and what you loved about today's episodes. Now go do it. Go get uncomfy. Pursue what others consider unlikely. I double dog area.